listeners, this is Olivia in my parents' house, in what still is my bedroom. Not for much longer, though. They've sold it now, and leaving in January. Have I told you where I am? I feel like I haven't. I'm in Ireland, in a little place outside Dublin. We moved here five years ago, and I am feeling much more awake than I did last week. That stop in Melbourne felt surreal somehow, sandwiched in between flights. When I finally got here, I think I slept for 20 hours or something. And then I woke up and realised it was winter. Very confusing. Also, I've had quite a few talks with my parents. After meeting Mike, I think somehow I thought finding Mike would make it easier to face my parents' divorce. And it didn't. At all. Still glad I found him, but it's still... still hard. I've asked them to come on next week. My parents. Everyone else has been making appearances, so seems only fair they should too. Mum was a little doubtful, but Mama talked her into it. Speaking of next week, it will be the last episode of the podcast. It's been extraordinary, really. This year, so much has happened, and most of it because I was feeling angry and hurt and sorry for myself, and decided to throw these old voicemails onto the internet. Never really thought anyone would listen, but here I am, and here you are, dear listeners. I'm so grateful for that. Right, we did listen to last week's voicemails at the hostel, but I was so tired I hardly understood what they were saying. I've re-listened, so last week, Jess got good feedback on her dissertation, Shirin discovered her old boss was a racist, and Kat was a little cheered up by an ice cream flavour called Festivals. Welcome to the year 2000. Kat, happy holidays! I have some incredible news! I just got an email from a film producer in London, and they want me to come talk to them about my screenplay. The only problem is they want me to meet them in London, January 3rd, and, well, plane tickets are very expensive, and my girlfriend is very pregnant, so not sure how I'm going to handle all that. (sighs) But excited all the same. And even if I can't go, the fact they're interested is a good sign, right? Means someone else might be interested, too. Of course you have to go, Sib. I've already said I'll move in with Rachel while you're gone. You're the best, Sib. I just don't know how to make it all happen. All right. What date's the meeting? January 3rd. You can fly out on the 31st. Tickets will be cheap New Year's Eve. Yeah, that might work. And you could stay with your old flatmate. Probably. I think Kat was going to stay in Lee's room, so the couch should be available. But, Bree, what about Rachel? What if the baby comes early? I know you take wonderful care of them, but what if something scary happens? You can never know that. Exactly. Are you going to live your life like that? Avoiding things because something might happen to Rachel or the baby? Yes. No? I don't know. You are seeing all this way too clearly, you know? I know. I'm a pain. (laughs) You are. (laughs) Still the best sib I could ever have wished for. Ditto. Coming! 
You alright? Yes. Ugh, it smells delicious. Right. I think I left my crochet project in the living room. I'll get it. Before I do, I think Bree just talked me into going to London for that meeting about my screenplay. Are you sure you're alright with that? Of course. We will be fine. Can't have you missing an opportunity like that. And yes, you are taking that Christmas money from my parents for the ticket. But they said it was ours to spend as we wanted. And there will be enough left over to do other things. Now go look at flights. Go! You're so bossy. <laughs> you and Bree both. I heard that. Good. All right. I'll get your crochet first, though. Thanks, love. Hey, Sib, did you forget Cat again? I did. Thanks. Hi, Cat. Um, so there you have it. I'm coming to London, apparently. I'll send Sharon an email. I have to get back to her anyway. She left a voicemail a few days ago. But as it's more or less Grand Central Station over here these days, maybe I should stick to voicemailing you. At least you're used to it. Bree is preparing holiday food. As Rachel can't go anywhere, we've invited everyone who didn't have other plans for Christmas lunch on Monday. Should be crowded, but fun. Yesterday, I passed some students in a park having a Christmassy picnic in shorts, t-shirts, and Santa hats. I love that. It is so quintessentially Auckland somehow. Next year, we'll have to do a great big Christmas picnic. Right, Bree? What was that? Christmas picnic next year? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Much better than that chilly Canada Day outing. Yes. That was us not quite understanding what season we were in. <laughs> Still fun, though. And at least it didn't rain. Right. I have to start finding flights. I hope you have a good time in Sweden. Say hi to your mom for me. I hope you find a little rest from all the hard stuff. Also, I will see you soon. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> I love you. Oceans of hugs. Hey, Jess. I'm in my mother's study. I am so very happy you are coming to London. And that a producer is interested? I mean, I'm not surprised, because your screenplay is amazing. But still, that is wonderful. I uh, have some news, too. <laughs> still can't quite believe it. I did a screen test for a film months ago. I don't think I even mentioned it. It seemed like such a long shot. I hadn't heard anything, uh, but then yesterday I got a call from Sarah, you know, the director of that IKEA ad. Seems she's an AD for this film, and one of the supporting actors dropped out last minute, and when they were going through potential replacements, she recognized me and put in a good word, and I am going in for a meeting with them when I'm back in London. And if that goes well, if I understood this right, and I was 
pretty much in shock. I'd have to be in Kazakhstan mid-January for six weeks of filming. So <laughs> that jolted me out of this grieving a little. <sighs> yeah, could fall through, of course, but still, very exciting, right? <sighs> okay. Uh, also, um, Jana started texting a few days ago after ten days of silence. He's at his mother's house for the holidays and uh, he wants to see me when we're back in London. I don't know. It's too painful. I can't I'd rather meet 50 casting directors than him right now. But I suppose we have to meet sometime. I... Uh, I haven't responded yet. I don't know what to say. I'm pretending I can't receive the text when I'm in Sweden. But I can. Katarina? Come in. Hello, okay? Uh, I'm voicemailing Jess. Uh, you can say hello if you like. Hello, Jessica. I hope you're well. Katerina tells me... H hang on. Um, I I'll be right back. Just you and me then, Jessica. Well, I am sure that you are as relieved as I am that Katerina's not with that man anymore. I felt like I was walking on eggshells, trying to keep her talking to me and not criticizing. She's hurting so much, though. I'm glad that you're going to see each other in London. I think it will be good for her. Oh, and congratulations! I have every finger and toe crossed for your meeting with that producer. You have both had quite the year, haven't you? And you have so much ahead of you. Being a parent is a wonderful thing, you know? And there are so many other exciting things coming up. If not this producer, then another, I am sure. I know... Hello again. Hi, Mindy Lisquette. I'll leave you to it. I'll call you in... Five minutes for Donald Duck? Thanks. All right. Happy Christmas, Jessica. Bye. <clears throat> but she was pleased to get to talk to you on her own for a bit. I actually didn't plan that. I, um... I just got my period. <laughs> I can't even... Emotions very mixed on this one. I I'm disappointed. <laughs> of course I'm disappointed. <sighs> but also, I've been sort of hoping for this. I, I wanted... I thought that we would parent together, you know? 
And now... It's probably better this way. I'm just... <laughs> so fucking sad. Because <laughs> now I have... Nothing. Nothing and no one. Uh, I better go watch some TV so something happens. <laughs> I love you. And I will see you in uh, seven days? Katharina, de begonna nu? I have explained the Swedish obsession with Disney cartoons at 3 p.m. on Christmas Eve, right? If not, this will make absolutely no sense. <laughs> Oceans of hugs. Cat? It's Jono. I'm in Devon. Sadly, not in Barcelona with you. You're not responding to my text. So, here I am. On your voicemail thing. I have been thinking a lot about us. And I don't want to give up. I know I gave you too much of an ultimatum. Some of what happened is probably that you are once again suffering for the fact that I have been hurt in relationships before. I cannot deal with situations where there is a risk I will be hurt or abandoned. A defense mechanism starts up and I get cold and distant. And then it takes some time before I stop lashing out in panic and start thinking rationally again. All you have to do is leave me alone for a bit and I will calm down. Maybe it will be too hard to start over without getting stuck in all the old patterns. But I would very much like to try. And let it take time. I would like to see if we can build a new relationship. Where we can look forward to spending time together. Where you do not feel like I am suffocating you. And where I feel secure knowing that you want me. I am ready to try to change my ways. I... Cannot promise I will succeed right away. There will be situations where I will feel rejected or excluded and feel bad about it. But I will try to recognize my patterns and try to stop them. And to not let the little things get to me. And not take it out on you. And trust that you do care about me. If my dream comes true, and this is not the end, I hope you will help me by not listening too much to all the silly things I say when I am upset. Instead of feeling hurt and trying to adjust your behavior to avoid me doing it again, what I really need is for you to contradict me until I understand that I am wrong, which may take time. I have to consider that you might not want me back that you cannot see how I would fit into your life. Why you would want to be with me. But I want to believe in fairy tales 
and the Hollywood films that make me cry on Sunday mornings, that love is the most important thing and that it conquers all. Because I, I, I do love you. Of course I do. Should have said it long ago. Can, can we see each other after Christmas? Text me. I love you. Oh, wow. That is this week's last voicemail? Okay. Suppose we will find out what Cap made of this next week. All that remains for me today is to wish all of our listeners happy holidays. I will be back next week for the very last episode. I will... Coming, Mama! Talk to you next week. Please email me at y2kpod at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter or Instagram at y2kpod. Also, check out our webpage at y2kpod.com where you can find out more about the show and, of course, listen to all the episodes. We are also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. If you like Y2K, please tell your friends to listen too. And if you want to support the show further, thank you so much. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash y2kpod and pledging a monthly amount. From one US dollar, you get all our episodes early. So if you were a patron, you could check out next week's episode in just a few days. I am so very happy and so grateful to our wonderful, amazing patrons. We also have merch. Check it out at y2kpod.com slash merch. Our amazing intro and outro music is created and recorded by Jake Hawes. Check out his podcast, Making Music with Jake Hawes, to hear more. I'm Olivia. Thank you for listening and welcome back next week when we return to the year 2000.